Happy Friday, Holy Family. Today is Friday, February 12th, and it's a great day to have a great day because it's almost St. Valentine's Day. That'll be Sunday, but today we're going to be chatting with Religion Bee participants because the Religion Bee was today across this archdiocese, so we're going to tell you all about that. I'll be joined by three of our LaSalle students and Miss Kilberg to share that. It's going to be awesome, so let's go! Welcome, friends, to the Holy Family, Positively Family podcast, where we exist for two reasons. First and foremost, it's to give you the Holy Family Happenings weekly Friday newsletter in the most easy to digest and pleasant to swallow way possible. That's by reading it to you. And also to make the school just a little bit more familial. We call ourselves Holy Family, uh, but we want to feel like a family as well. So we will always share with you guests. We'll have some fun, play some games, and every once in a while we'll do a little interaction where you get to play along at home. So thanks for joining us today. It's Religion B Day. Third annual Religion B for this archdiocese, and I'm so psyched about it. Um, it's just a fun, fun thing. So we did that earlier today, and we'll be joined shortly with Miss Kilberg and uh, three students who, who participated. Now, we had one student who was unable to join today. She was out of school this afternoon. So uh, Katie Pilcher, God bless you. Um, we hope you're doing awesome and that you had a great afternoon, even though um, we would love to have had you in the B um, with us. But we got to pull in one other student. So Holy Family still had three participants from LaSalle. Uh, so Sam, uh, Killian, and Asa are all going to be um, chatting with us a little bit about their experience. Uh, for some, this was their first time doing it. For some, it was their third and final time. But um, each year, we try to make it a little bit cooler. This year was weird. We had to do it uh, via Zoom with the kids at the other schools in Dubuque and Waterloo and so on. But uh, um, it was a good good event all around, so we're excited to chat with the kids and um, hear what they have to say about <clears throat> what their experience is like doing that. Um, but first, uh, like I said, we exist. Um, the, the, the first reason we exist is to give you the newsletter in a really, really easy way because y'all are busy and y'all are sacrificing a lot to make sure your kids get the best education possible. That's here at Holy Family. So you're busy, and if you just want to listen to the, the podcast, the <laughs> the newsletter, then God bless you. We're going to give it to you in a way you can just listen. So this is your buzz. So here comes your buzz. Uh, and principally, well, you know, I should, I should back up and tell you what's in the backpack because that is a new piece as of last week. In the uh, Holy Family Happenings, we start by telling you what is in the electronic backpack because this is not 1983 anymore and uh, flyers don't come home like they used to. So we have about seven things in there right now. There is a STO application process folder. There is uh, fax instructions. There's uh, lunch and breakfast menus. Um, links for remind to make sure that you're getting updates. Yeah, like this morning, I got an uh, email from a parent. Thanks, Darren. Uh, I got an email from a parent, and he said, hey, uh, I just saw on KGAN that Holy Family is a, on a two-hour delay. Well, that must have been Holy Family in uh, Dubuque. Um, so, yeah, we obviously were not on a two-hour delay, and I know a few people called the front office too. So I might have a chat with uh, Holy Family in Dubuque and, and make sure that we get that clear. But if you sign up for Remind, then you will get a text message sent right to you, and that is the first thing to which I go, because almost everybody at Holy Family is signed up on Remind. Uh, so Miss Williams and I will always go to Remind and Facebook and email. So if you don't see them there, you know if you ever see Holy Family is closed or on delay or something, uh, then go ahead and um, 
uh, check those areas because if they're not in, in Facebook and email and remind, uh, then it must be the other holy family. <clears throat> or maybe Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were on two-hour delay today. I don't know. Um, so there's a script flyer in there. Uh, there's the, we keep the guidance for staying at home. There's some hearing testing coming up. Information on the 2020 tuition tax credit. That's about it. But yeah, so you can check the backpack and see that. Then in principally speaking, what I, what I wrote about was um, an important conversation that we're starting here at Holy Family, and that is about um, culture. Um, last spring, I became, I, I'd say more aware, I was reminded maybe, um, of, of divisions based on race in our country. And it, it occurred to me that it was really important that I take some time to listen um, and hear voices just to make sure that our school community um, is what you know the gospel demands that it be. So I reached out to a lot of our families, especially um, our families of color and families who have uh, black children here in the school, and I wanted to know what's working and what's not so we can make some steps in the right direction. And I mean, fortunately, I heard overwhelming that, that, that our, our black students and our students of color are having a really positive experience here at Holy Family. So that was very, very um, encouraging. Um, I heard there was some low-hanging fruit, some easy things we could do. So we did some of those things. We got some beautiful um, Christian black art and we got um, band-aids that are not just in uh, kind of like a peach color skin like mine, um, but in different, you know, like in, in darker browns and things like that. Um, so that just any kid can have the option to have their band-aid match their skin. And I think we have some Hello Kitty and things like that as well. Um, but that was low-hanging fruit, right? That was an easy way to, um, to communicate to all of our students that they matter. Um, and then we started having more conversations. And so we recently did professional development. If you listen to the podcast a lot, you know uh, that we had Kimberly Fitton and Laura Gray work with our staff. And um, after having them on the pod with us, right after their PD with our staff, uh, I started hearing from some of our family members um, from our, in our school um, saying that they'd appreciate more conversation, that they liked what we were doing and they wanted just to you know, make sure voices were being heard. And so that's what I am asking for now is I would like uh, families to join in a conversation around that. So um, please uh, read those three, four, whatever it is, paragraphs and principally speaking, let me know if you'd like to be part of that conversation um, so that we're being um, thoughtfully inclusive, really that we're being uh, Catholic like we ought to be. Uh, we can always do better. And Holy Family News, um, just a weather-related clarification that I already mentioned is Holy Family Catholic School is having a two-hour delay. Um, that was Holy Family in Dubuque. Um, so we will always be coming with the other Xavier Catholic schools. And the remind links are in the electronic backpack. 21-22 online enrollment is available. Um, so Todd Garrison, he's at T. Garrison with two S, or sorry, two R's and one S. Uh, T-G-A-R-R-I-S-O-N at holyfamilycr.org or at 390-6512. Um, he is the guy that can help you out with that. It sounds like it's going really smoothly. We had a few emails um, with people having some issues, but by and large, it's gone really, really smoothly. That's me knocking on wood. Um, so you can apply there. And we've also already gotten positive feedback from families saying thank you for you know getting into the 21st century and putting this online. Um, so you're welcome. We're happy to do that. Um, just like we did with fax with um, payments. Now we're doing it with enrollment as well. And that should make things easier in subsequent years for those of you who um, have children coming back um, year after year after year, which is pretty much everybody except for the kids graduating in eighth grade without younger siblings. So hopefully that's good news to everyone. 
There is more STO information. You can complete your school tuition organization or STO application and submit that anytime now. Uh, the deadline is April 15 and you do need your 2020 federal income tax form returns with all the schedules and additional forms um, with you to be able to do that. Do go ahead and call Todd or Julie in the business office. Again, the number you can get them at is 390-6512 and they will help you out. But there is an STO flyer in the electronic backpack. There's another script, date, script update in here. We pass out flyers to every family. We did that in the parking lot last week. So please sign up for script. It's really easy. You can make money for yourself. Um, that just saves you off tuition. And uh, we wanna support organizations that partner with us, frankly. And um, it, it saves you money and makes you money. And it helps the school at the same time. So it's, it's really a no brainer and it's so easy to do. So please, please do. Uh, the Holy Family Gala, um, we did our, you know, it was the gala would have been last weekend, and we're sending out the mailings. We we're really looking for supporters. If you know people who want to support Catholic education, uh, I can't think of a better place for that, for those people to support than Holy Family. And, uh, um, yeah, just helping us build enrollment and excellence here at school would be great. Um, we're, we're shooting for a goal of $25,000. And so far, we've already raised over seven grand, so that money's coming in. But we really need um, all hands on deck, all generous donors to support this. So please uh, reach out to people that you know, uh, encourage them to give generously. There will be no breakfast on late starts, um, just so you're aware of that. Um, and then the the student arrival time. We ask that kids um, at St. Jude um, or at both buildings don't drop off before 10 a.m. We push everything back two hours. Um, and we, we have limited extended day staffing before and after school. Um, so please um, don't assume that we have enough staffing to watch, watch your children if you want to drop off early. And we know that can be frustrating and difficult and we don't want to be, but we also need to be safe and uh, do everything legally on the up and up. In LaSalle news, uh, eighth grade uh, parents, the Xavier Freshman Scheduling Night is coming up. Families with the last name A through K, that is 6 to 6.45. And last name L through Z, that is 7 to 7.45. And that is coming up this Monday, the 15th, on that day that we do not have school with students. And that event is required uh, for students who want to attend Xavier. So we strongly encourage you to go because Xavier requires it. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, or for some reason you can't attend, email Kara. She's so nice. Kara Jones at Xavier. It's C-A-R-A dot J-O-E-N-S at XavierSaints.org. Jones like Jonesies, um, where a lot of us stuffed our faces last night. Wow, there was a great turnout. So I can't wait to find out how much money we raised for the school. I bet Jonesies is going to be impressed with uh, the kind of esprit de corps that we have here at Holy Family. There is also a scholarship opportunity for eighth grade students going to um, Xavier next year called the Catholic Daughters Scholarship. So the National Catholic Daughters Court is going to award two scholarships of $1,000 each to an eighth grade student entering ninth grade next fall in a Catholic high school. So you have to be a Catholic girl or boy. It's called Catholic Daughters, but you don't have to be a girl to get it. Uh, you have to be entering Catholic high school next fall. You write a 250 to 500 essay on how you show compassion and bring God's spirit to other people. You provide uh, letters of reference and a list of the church, community, and school activities in which you participate. Um, <clears throat> you can send your uh, forms. Uh, well, entry for an entry form, you contact Susan at 389-5512. Those have to be postmarked by April 1. And finally, from LaSalle Spring Track, the Regis LaSalle Spectrum is looking for a certified parent or volunteer coach for the spring season. Uh, specifics are yet to be finalized, but the season will be altered. We will pivot in some way. 
um, because of COVID. If you're interested, please contact our awesome athletic director, Jason Dole. He is at J, as in Jason, D-O-L-E, at holyfamilycr.org. That's it from LaSalle Middle. Up now, elementary school news, box tops for education program. We encourage all families to consider participating, um, change and switch to the new way that we can earn our box top points. Um, so the idea, there was a flyer that went home with students. I think it was a physical flyer. That's the last one sent home as a program is changing. It's gonna be going paperless now, so that'll be the, the new way. It gets added straight to our school's account. So there's a little bit less hoop jumping to do. Um, our school is listed as st. Space Jude. So St. Jude Holy Family School dash uh, hyphen ID space number space or the pound sign 168798. You might want to look in the newsletter on paper for that one if you're just listening because that'll be helpful. And um, the last date to turn in collection sheets is February 26th. So thanks to everybody who's already supporting us. We really hope that we can continue and even increase our participation um, with this new method. Thank you to the Whitney and Kearns families. Uh, so Janet and Terry, uh, Whitney and Eric and Joshua Kearns treated the elementary staff to Jimmy John's during Catholic Schools Week. It was so awesome. So it was super tasty because Jimmy John's is always tasty. Um, that was really, really kind and thoughtful. So thank you. God bless you. Um, another message from St. Jude is that water bottles for students and progress report envelopes. Um, remember to send a water bottle with your kiddo each day to school. They should be filled um, when you send them, and they're able to refill them when they're empty, but send them full if you can. Also, please return the progress report envelope to school. Have your kiddo give that to his or her teacher. And I think the last little thank you, I don't know if this was in the newsletter, but um, the PA um, sent us the most beautifully decorated cookies. I put a picture up on Facebook. They're from, um, oh my gosh. Amy Nicole is the name of the company. Um, Amy Nicole's uh, Custom Cookies, I think, is the name of the company. You can check them out on uh, Facebook. Beautiful cookies with our school logo on them. You won't believe it. So thank you very much to the PA for that. It's a, it's a nice treat. So thank you for um, showing your appreciation to all of our faculty and staff with that. That's it for now. Uh, I'm going to be joined in just a couple of minutes here with Sam, Asa, and Killian, who participated this afternoon in our Religion Bee, and Miss Lauren Kilberg, who's no stranger to you, and they're going to tell us about how all that went in a segment that we like to call The Kids' Table. Kids' Table is amazing. <laughs> it is. Why would you want to hear Dave's story about the middle-class tax cuts when you can hear Dylan's story about how one night all of his stuffed animals came to life and they snuck out and robbed a bank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kids table is amazing. Like my uncle trying to impress everybody, talk about his 401k. Whatever. My nephew can snort a noodle up his nose and pull it out of his mouth, okay? Okay, so we are seated at the proverbial kids table um, chatting with, well, there's two adults. We're 60% kids. Um, so Miss uh, Kilberg is here. Say hi, Lauren. Hi, everybody. And we have three students who just, uh, I don't know, an hour ago finished up the Archdiocese and Religion Me, third annual Religion Me in the Archdiocese of Dubuque and represented really, really well. So uh, say um, hi and your name to everybody. Hi, I'm Sam Gizian. Hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Killian Shamanic. Those are our seventh graders. Hi, I'm Asa. Asa from 8th grade. Uh, so these guys did great. You might recognize Asa's voice. That'd be weird if you did. Um, but if you've heard, he's been on. The, he's actually been on the pod before. This is your first time, right, guys? No. No, I was here. No? I was on. Yeah. You were on the first episode of Kids Table, weren't yes, you? Yes, I was. Like eight weeks ago or something? 
Over in this room right here next door? Yeah. To my office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was here for last time, Religion B1. You guys are all repeat offenders. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool! Okay, so everyone's been on the on the pod before. Um, so what I wanted to do is just go through this thing. Um, honestly, I felt like the Religion B this year, if you weren't able to watch, because um, thanks to Miss Kilberg's awesome tech skills and maybe even more so her grit and persistence. We were able to make this a, a live stream feed from Zoom to Facebook to the universe. Um, and so um, because of that, you may have seen this, but I'm guessing most listeners didn't. So in case you weren't able to actually watch it with us, to me, and I don't know what the four of you thought, it seemed like it was starting, okay, it was starting slow technically, right? There were some technical issues. One of the schools, we couldn't hear them. Um, one of the schools, Actually, there are kind of two schools we couldn't really hear. So there was some stuff that made it go slow to start. And I felt like theologically and academically, it was starting a little slowly. I was a little surprised how many kind of incorrect were at the beginning. So just of the three years we've done it, I thought there were several wrong answers. Not from LaSalle students, because I think we were crushing it pretty early on. Um, and then as we Beckman went... was really hot at the beginning. Who was? Beckman. Beckman. Yeah, well, they were kind of hot all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Especially they, that guy named Zach. Zach. A guy's name Zach in theology, just it's a match made in heaven, I'm telling you. Wow. Didn't the guy Zach win third the first year? I don't know. Or like John or something? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, and then it just kind of picked up and all of a sudden there was kids weren't getting any wrong. And they were just crushing them. Um, so I'm curious, what what questions from uh, each of you three did you think were interesting or were you, you couldn't believe that you pulled it out because you're like, oh my gosh, and then I, I totally remembered or you blanked even though you thought you knew it or what kind of moments were there where they were like those clutch moments? I heard you guys and Miss Kilberg talking about it as I approached here. So what, what were the moments? Um, I was interested when... I think it was the person from Beckman got what did Davis use, David use to slay Goliath in like the fifth round? Yeah, that was, it was a relatively easy question for a late round, yeah. right? Yeah, and I got I already got criticisms from my mom. Hi, mom. Um, usually give my mom very positive shout outs, but she was telling me um, that some of the rounds were too hard and some were too easy. <laughs> so thanks for the feedback, friends. Um, so uh, Sam, you were gonna say something. Um, like my, the last question I got wrong before I got out uh, was. It was at the place where Jesus got his, where he got sentenced to death. I oh, had yeah, yeah. no idea what that was. That's a hard one. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I actually wrote that question. So that question, the idea is if you can see a picture of stairs, and if you remember, and this was in the year 33, mm -hmm. and it was Jesus' life, like, okay, what happened on stairs? Because some, some people know that he was tried on like some stairs. So that was kind of the, it, it was supposed to be a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't supposed to be easy. Um, but yeah, that was kind of a toughie. So you remember the one you got out on? Yeah, that, that was the one. I remember when I was in fourth grade, I remember the word I got out on in the um, city of Dubuque, or maybe it was Scott County, um, spelling bee. It was the word aisle. Because I spelled it I-S-L-E. Like an island. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah not like a, oh. Aisle. What's that? Not like an aisle in like a grocery store. Yes, or a church. And, and it was supposed to be aisle, like an actual aisle, not like an abbreviation. Oh. My bad. But I remember that. And I'm 43. So maybe when you're 43 and you're talking about a religion bee that you gave to your kids because you're going to be a principal and you're talking to them about it, you'll remember the question that you lost on your religion bee in seventh yeah. grade. Killian, do you remember any moments from the bee today? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this was like the first or second question that um, I received. Um, it was the one about um, uh, the patron saint of like tax collectors, I think. Uh, yeah, accountants, because he was a tax collector before uh, he yeah. became Christian. Yeah, yeah. 
Big Mac. During that entire question, my mind was just wandering so much, and I, I knew it was an M, but I couldn't decide which one it was, and I just decided to go with Matthew. Man. I was watching your brain. I could even see through the Zoom, because uh, you know, as a teacher, and Miss Kilbert can probably say the same thing. You can see when a kid's brain is working; it's the best thing. And then sometimes other kids would be like, they'll want to give you the answer because they want to help you out and be a friend. And the teacher's like, no, 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 no. The brain's doing its thing. Let this happen. And I was like watching you going, it's in there. It's somewhere inside of his brain. And you came out with Matthew. I was like, hot dog. I love it when kids' brains work, and it's like, ding! It produced the the thing it was supposed to produce. That was awesome. That was really, really cool. Mills Cooper, you look like you want to say something about that. Um, okay, so just a general overview of the beat. I was delighted, first of all, at how you all did, but also how animated all of these three people are. And I think, Mr. Z, you could probably see this watching, too. And if you missed it, it's worth the watch because every single, as one person who can't hide how they're feeling on their face to others, um, very fun to watch. It was, I was really, truly enjoying really just watching that. And also, Asa, you didn't mention this clutch moment, but there was a close call with with the sacrament of matrimony one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We should talk about that because that was a that was a my stomach dropped moment. Talk about that. So I was, I had two incorrect answers. Right, and if and you get three, you're out. So yeah. you're on the brink here. And the question was, who celebrates the sacrament of matrimony? I think it's who administers who administers yes. the sacrament of matrimony. Yeah. And, and so I said the priest and then I took it back right away and said um, the husband and wife yeah, um, I didn't even hear you give the first answer I don't think Father Ken did either so when you were, you know, when you said the priest I didn't hear it and then I just heard you go no, 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 the the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the bridegrooms the bridegrooms <laughs> well, that was funny because you were like, the priest, no, 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 no and the one question we actually had wrong, and again, I wrote this question, um, what is the name of the book that the priest uses? And I thought, actually, there could be, it could be lectionary, could be up there technically. Um, and you came with, and you came very proudly and authoritatively with two questions um, to say, um, Roman the Roman Missile, like it was, you know, for a thousand pet uh, Trebek. Um, and I was like, oh, that's not what we put. And then Father Ken was, you know, looking at the camera like, Zexer, that's the right answer. You put sacramentary. Sacramentary is also correct. But yeah, that was kind of a, a heartbeat moment for me. Uh, like, ultra oh. Sherpa. What, what else was that? That's right. Ultra yeah, Sherpa know that stuff. That Ultra Sherpa is definitely getting advantage in, uh, in these things. And yeah. that's for sure, for sure. Billy and Kelly. <laughs> he <laughs> did. Yeah, we had to be yeah, the that. Oh, my God. All right, Kelly, your second question. All the other schools were like, why is it so funny? And you guys were losing it. But that's actually good because that keeps in your prefrontal cortex where you think smart thoughts. Oh, gosh. When I was a teacher, I used to always write jokes in my tests um, because I wanted the kids to, like, feel light when they took them and not be stressed. Hashtag teacher trick. That's right, life hacks from, from religion. I wanted to give you guys a life hack on love languages today over the PA, and I never did. Oh, fun. Yeah, I can do it on, on, uh, on Tuesday when they come back. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, technically I don't have, I don't have a, a bumper for this. I don't, uh, you know, have something else. Um, we're going to stick with what we call the kids' table, and I'm going to ask you guys some questions from the religion bee. I hope you dig these. Um, let's dig in here. Let's take a look at what we got. So it is, yeah, mystery and history, and these are these are good. These are tough questions. Um, what is the name of the event that literally means becoming flesh? And so it's what we use to describe when God came to us in the flesh. Um, Immaculate Conception? Okay, that's when Mary was conceived in Anna's womb, so that's another big oh. fancy term. <laughs> ah, we learned about that. In flesh. In 
Incarnate. Incarnation. Nice. Yep. Um, ooh, this is eighth grade curriculum. What are the four marks of the church? Uh, one holy Catholic apostolic. Said our eighth grader. Good job. Um, how about what does the Paschal mystery mean? Jesus' death and resurrection. Passion, death, resurrection. Yeah, very good. Very good. Ooh, I like this one. These are level nine, you guys. This is the penultimate round here. Um, Good stuff. What does the word Catholic with a lowercase, so Catholic with a capital C means like I'm Catholic. That's my religion. But the word, they use that word. The Catholic Church took that word. Let me me finish being pedantic, (laughs) Sam Giese. I'm trying to show off my theology degree. I don't get to use it very often. That's not true. I use it every day. Yeah, it means universal. Well done. Because we always say we want to be Catholic with a capital C and with a small c. We want to be inviting while staying true to the church. Anywho, a um, little history. Who likes history? Me. Yeah, okay, me. All, all you guys. Oh, all right. everybody. <laughs> In which century did Christianity become legal? Christians were persecuted, 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 and then boom, it was... 30th. I think 300. Uh, 30th? 300s, the 4th. You mean the 3,000 or the 300s, yeah, not the, not the 30th? Because yeah. we haven't gotten to the 30th like, century yet. Yep, 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 yep. So third, uh, fourth century or the 300s. Um, okay, oh, I like this question. You guys are crushing these. How much of this stuff did you learn from Miss Kilberg? None. <coughs> How much of did you learn from Miss Kilberg? Well, I mean, I learned the Paschal mystery. None. Try it again. Paschal mystery. Kelly, how many of these things um, um, I learned the Paschal mystery. According to Apostolic Succession, what group of people are the modern successors of the Twelve Apostles? Bishops. Yes, sir. Okay, a Christian, a person who's Christian, who is not Catholic and who is not Protestant, because there are three kinds of Christian. There's three kind of groupings of them. You have Christians, and then under that you have Catholics, Protestants, and... Orthodox. Orthodox. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> This is round nine. Simple drawings of what animal (laughs) were used by first century Christians to identify themselves. That fact was the thing that made me become a theology major. I was like, this stuff is cool. I'm studying it a whole bunch. Um, What does the word ecumenical mean? Or ecumenical, it may be pronounced. The one word that I didn't quite know. I have no idea. Ecumenical. Miss Kilberg. You know it. I took it. Isa. Such oh. a teacher. Oh, you guys talked about this in class? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a few weeks ago. Mm. Isn't it like universal? Like all Catholics? Oh. oh. Close. Really close? Yeah. Uh, edit your answer. You're on the green. All Christians? Yeah. All Christians. Yeah. And sometimes people use it to mean all religions. Like ecumenical oh. bring in Buddhists and yeah. Jews. and uh, Usually it means um, bring in all Christians. Side note, this is super dope. My wife, who's awesome and super smart, she was writing her master's thesis on ecumenism or bringing Christians together in the writings of Pope John Paul II. And then she had to go on bed rest, like strict bed rest, laying in bed all the time. So she changed. And she was all almost like at defense point. Like she had written a ton and researched a ton. And she changed it because she had two little babies that you guys know as Gemma and Ellie that were in her tummy. And so she changed her master's thesis when she was almost finished and wrote on um, the Eucharistic um, John Paul II's writing on the Eucharistic nature of motherhood and how oh, mothers are supposed to be like, I know, like the Eucharist. They're supposed to be life-giving. They're supposed to be thankful. They're supposed to be sacrificial, all this cool stuff. Love you, babe. Um, number 11. Let's just finish up this stuff because, I don't know, man, the next round, it's co- you know what? Let's just go to round 10. Yeah. Round 10. The theme is really darn impressive stuff for a middle schooler to know. Okay. 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 Let's do this. 
Okay, what is the text for which St. Thomas Aquinas is most famous? That's a tough one. Some of our listeners know it. I don't know. It means, it means the summary or the totality of theology. In math, one plus one is two. Two is the what? Answer. Or in, it's an in addition, addition problem. An addition problem. So it's the sum. sum. Summa theologica. Oh, yeah. I knew that. What is the shortest verse of the Bible? Jesus wept. Oh, jeez. I got that in very impressive. Yeah, yeah that, that. that is a religion B question. There are some that, there are some questions that are classic religion B questions. That's one. What are the three original languages of the Old Testament? Um, I Hebrew? It's Hebrew. Yeah, a Greek. Greek. Well, and Aramaic. 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 There you go. You got it. Um, who is the canonized bishop of El Salvador who spoke out against corrupt governments? Oscar Romero. Well done. Archbishop <laughs> Oscar Romero. Awesome. He is. Yeah, that's why um, in the question it says recent, uh, the canonized bishop. Yeah, he was canonized like three years ago is all. Um, but yeah, um, the Pope has called him a martyr with a capital M. So he was killed for his faith, not just like for political stuff. Um, this was a picture clue we had, so we have a, a picture of this. What is the name of the sculpture by Michelangelo of Saint, in St. Peter's Basilica of Mary holding Jesus' body? It means mercy or holy. The Pieta. If you saw a picture, you might recognize it. It's massive and it's huge and it's beautiful. Right, like right on the inside on the right. Um, what do we call the vessels that hold the water and wine when the priest pours them into the chalice? This is the category darn impressive stuff for our yeah, middle schoolers. They look like, like jugs of water. <laughs> they look like little tiny jugs of water or cruets. Yeah. Cruets. Yeah. Um, got a few more here and then we're going to wrap up. What is the Latin phrase that means our father? Ha 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 ha. Quies in celis. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that one, though. Pater Noster. Pater is like Spanish or French. So Pater, yep. It's kind of like Spanish. Pater uh, Noster. Oh, this one's tough. Uh, I don't know. Miss Kilberg will know this one probably, even though you're young. But Before he was named Pope John Paul II, what was that Polish uh, man's name that he was given at birth? Was it like Guillermo or something? I think I think I did a report on him. I think your classmate Charlie was named after him. I oh, think Maximilian. Oh, that's his middle name. Good job. Oh. <laughs> know a lot about Charlie. No, Carol. Carol Wojtyla. Okay, here we go. What Abrahamic religion descended from Ishmael? We know that Judaism and Judeo-Christianity came from Islam? Isaac. Wow. Islam. Well done. What phrase did Pope John Paul II use to affectionately and respectfully refer to Jewish people? Our brothers and sisters? Our older brothers in the faith. Last one, friends. We're going to wrap this thing up. Which Christian author wrote one of my three favorite books? Screwtape Letters. And my best friend from high school, Charlie's dad, wrote The Great Divorce, also Mr. Bill's favorite book, and was good friends with J.R.R. Tolkien, the Catholic author of Lord of the Rings. Is it C.S. Lewis? Jeez Louise! I know Mr. Dole likes C.S. Lewis. Okay. Okay. Huge Catholic. 
Yeah. 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 He wrote. Um, uh, uh, I know Mr. Dole talked something about um, him writing like um, something. I don't remember exactly what. And then the trilemma as well. Oh yeah. And then there are a ton of things. Awesome. Hey you guys, you did a super job. Um, I'd say, I think we were all three of our students were probably in the top half in terms of uh, elimination. There were 21 students. Uh, and who do we have? We should give a shout out to those schools. Blessed Marie Asanta Palata um, in Waterloo. We had Dyersville Beckman. We had Bellevue Marquette, your alma mater. We um, had uh, Dubuque Mazzacelli, my alma mater. Well, I, not Mazzacelli didn't exist yet because I'm old, but uh, Cedar Rapids Regis, Marion St. Joe's, and the best is the West. LaSalle Middle School. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Both yeah, Sam and Killian, as seventh graders, were made it through the top half, and then Asa was there till the very last question yeah. and ended up in second place. Huge, huge, huge. Um, so LaSalle, once again, done itself proud, uh, but pride's a virtue, so we've done ourselves, what, magnanimous? I don't know, some other virtue. But only you guys. School, only school top two, three, three years in a row. Facts. Um, so uh, proud of you guys, uh, Miss Cooper. Thanks. No, Regis. Regis is too. But we don't we don't celebrate them on our pod. Oh, this is our this is our little <laughs> selfish. <laughs> our little selfish. <laughs> Although I will say, and yeah, anyway, uh, and Miss Kilberg, you did a lot of work on this, especially with the tech stuff. So thank you for that. Your enthusiasm behind it was awesome. Uh, shout out to Father Ken if you're listening. Thanks for that. Anything else anybody wants to say before we wrap up for the day? Buy scripts. <laughs> Buy scripts. Support Mrs. Two. <laughs> That's watch religion be next time. Watch religion be. Anybody else? Nope. Write a love note to somebody. Write a thank you note. Write a um, I care about you. I forgive you. I like you. Um, write some kind of note to somebody because St. Valentine's Day is this weekend and there's a whole history to that. All right, everybody. We're signing off. God bless your weekend. Oh,